0: This week in the cellar, Steve Warner is here. Woo-hoo! And I got my thumb pick with me. It's gonna be great, dude. (laughs) Songs from the cellar, and go. songs from the cellar today one of my favorites seriously one of my favorites ever steve warner is here today oh, thanks, i Phil. i love steve i mean not just he's like, not just the nicest guy but probably one of the most talented guys i've ever oh, met Oh man I mean, i'm I've glad got, to be in the cellar today I, this, is, man. Awesome, man. this is really
1: great this is pretty good i've been man. looking forward to it you
0: know we've known each other a long time and i, I tell you yes, i mean sir. um i mean I, I was thinking back to some of the days we were talking about uh um, i think the first time i ever met you Was at fanfare, an old fanfare. Old fanfare. Yeah, I mean, we used to have those the MCA parties back in MCA and the Arista parties and I guess Capitol back then. Yeah, it was so fun
1: (laughs) those days, you know. And I liked it when they had it at the old fairgrounds. Yeah, I go. I'm so old. I remember they had it at Municipal Auditorium first. Yeah, we were just talking about. I was a kid. I was my very first fanfare. I went down and my label RCA. The heads they said, "No, you." I said, "My record's not even out. Why do I?" They won't even know who I am. So I get down there and they put me in the booth with Charlie Pride, who was like <laughs> the biggest Elvis star in the world at that time. And right. he, had, he had about 5,000 people in line. And I had like one little lady walked up and said, is your name Steve? And I go, yes, ma'am, it is. And she goes, will you get Charlie to sign those stories?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I swear, man. I go, oh, they're
0: the best stories. It's like humbling. Say, yeah. There used to be uh, the fairgrounds and every label would have its own night. Yep. And and it was, I mean, it was epic. It was epic. It was and I mean, fantastic. I remember before I even got a record deal, I had friends, of course, that worked at Arista and all these record labels. And that was it. If you could score one of you those, you could get backstage, in on those. Oh. oh yeah, you could see some good stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's a yeah. good thing you didn't have cell phones back then. <laughs> I know it. I mean, you've been here since what year? Did you get here in '10? Well,
1: I came. Man, I'm an old guy. Well, I were, came, you, I you came were here now. when I was
0: 17. But yeah. I came
1: here with Dottie West.
0: I was 17 years
1: old. The Grand Ole Opry was still at the Ryman when I played it. Isn't you know, that crazy? The, you know, my first Opry shows with her was, I was 17 years old playing bass. I, she needed a bass player. I was a guitar player, but I go, yeah, I play bass. I, <laughs> right. like, I play bass, yeah, I'll do that. And well, sang, she was and great, too. She was awesome. She taught me a lot about songwriting, I can tell you that much. And Gatlin, too.
0: I mean, Larry yeah, mentioned. Well, I met
1: Larry the first trip with her. My first trip out, Larry was still in Texas. The brothers, they right. were still out. We stopped in Amarillo on my first gig, by the way, in a bus to Reno, Nevada. <laughs> There's a first bus ride. Right? There's some uh, getting broken in. Uh, and it's a two week. Gig. Yeah, that's two
0: weeks. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, we'll go over there. Yeah, <laughs> Boston. to See, we can make Seattle in two days. Yeah, but she good. was talking
1: about this young rider that she just signed. His name was Larry Gatlin. Yeah. We're going to stop and pick them up in Amarillo on the way to <laughs> Reno. And, and, <clears throat> Boy, I, I learned. That's when I first met Larry in 1973.
0: God, mighty man, that's so crazy. So I was a kid, and Chet Atkins too. I mean, yeah, Chet I was working was a, with Chet. And... Chet was, you know, a big, huge fan of yours. And I used to yeah, go to that was, convention every year. Yeah, church.
1: yeah, I, I went last year. I went. It's, I went, it's and,
0: the best time ever, yeah. just seeing him and he tell us stories. Yeah, well, Chet thing.
1: fired me. You know, he fired me once, and
0: <laughs> I was playing
1: bass for him. I actually started; he was producing my records, and then I started playing bass touring with him later, but. I, we made records first, and when I had my first hit record, a song that Tom, eventually Tom Collins was produced to I me, and I was still touring with Chet playing bass, and uh, Tom Collins was wonderful. We had a, he cut a great record on me called Your Memory, it was my first top 10 hit. That's right, I remember and, that. And uh, yes. Chet calls me into the office, and he goes, man, you got your first top 10? I go, yes, sir. And he goes, well, that's great, you're fired, man. You know, what? I go, what? You really? fired me. He goes, yeah, you need to get out and get on your own. You know, go on, get out that's I go, pretty good. Oh, okay I left like damn that was a good fire I got fired I by if Chet get... Atkins you, know. if you get
0: fired by Chet that's pretty good <laughs> firing
1: and we remained friends all the way to the end he died in 2000 June 30th 2001 and we were friends bad. yeah it's been a long time
0: Because you've worked with all the guys, same guy, you know Tim Dubois signed me, of course. Yeah, you know, did. Joe, yeah. I worked with Joe at MCA and Joe, and, and you were at MCA with Tony, yeah, and Tony Brown, and uh, yeah, lucky to some of the folks Holy... we got
1: to work with. I mean, you know with Chet Kim... Atkins, and you know, the, I remember my first sessions watching Chet. You know, I was a kid, and he would he'd walk into the studio with a suit and tie on, and everybody'd gather around him like it was a like like it was a laboratory almost. You know, they were like Pied Piper following him. It was. Something to behold. My first stuff I did with him was at Studio B. Oh, right on we the RCA. I only cut one one thing at Studio B, but then everything else was at RCAA. But yeah, really cool to be in RCA Studio B cutting stuff, you know, thinking back on that. Legendary, man. Oh, my gosh. Almost he was so the- with Chet, you know. And uh, he says, play me something of mine. I hear you're a guitar player. On the talk back, he goes, play me one of my songs. And I'm like, holy. Did he really? Yeah. I want to hear you play guitar. Play one of my songs. Like, oh, no, he's not going to make me play. Okay. How would you like that? That's And I think I right. played "Windy and Warm. I think I, I kind of I went like, I was kind of like, yeah, but I went...
0: Yeah. I mean, people don't understand the impact Chet had on on, on Nashville, the Nashville sound. Yeah. I man, mean, he and Owen Bradley. Man, he and Owen the, made this town. The term. architects, weren't they, Phil? They I really mean, were, geez. man. I was with Chet playing,
1: and we were in Anchorage. I've told this story, but we were playing a show in Anchorage, and I remember I was playing my little bass. I was over, boom, 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 boom. And he says, Tony Migliori on the piano, and Tony was playing this killer, right, man, Tony. just killing it. And then... So I see, I see Chet coming toward me and he goes, I go, what's he, coming? he never did this in the show here ever. And I go, he's coming over here for some reason. And Chet walks over and he whispers to me. I'm the only person on the planet that heard this. He says, has anyone ever told you you're the world's greatest bass player? And I'm going, boom, boom, I go, no. (laughs) I whisper in his ear and I go, no. And he goes, have you ever wondered why? He had a sense of humor too, and you thought he'd
0: be so, you know, because he seemed he always had that air about him. But he, yeah, he he
1: could he man he had a he was had a sharp sense of humor, you know.
0: And you know Garth too a long time. You and Garth, yeah,
1: Garth, Garth. When I go way back, he was we played shows together out in Texas and Oklahoma. He was right out of college, opening shows for us, and (laughs) we would hang out. I remember we played Tarleton University once. And Garth was just getting ready to be Garth. Right. Know, he was he was killer then, but he was opening for us a lot. And we played Tarleton University in Stephenville, Texas. And I was in the locker room with my shirt off, getting ready to getting all ready to go do my big <laughs> show. And and I hear I, my road manager came in. I go, "Is it storming and lightning? What is it? Storm outside?" I'm hearing all this noise, and he goes, "Oh no, that's it's great weather outside. That's Garth. The opening act, Garth Brooks. He's yeah. killing them." I went.
0: Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> Garth has been a dear friend for he's a long great. time. What a sweet, sweet guy. And one of my best friends. Yeah, the musicians. The of Fame. Yeah, so I'm a big shot. I'm a big no, shot. You I are guess. one of them guys. Way. One of those no, like, guys. But I called Garth reluctantly. I thought, well, is he, he's busy. He's doing yeah. it. He's so busy. Really for and you, he, goes, he goes, I'll be there. Yeah.
0: So you got your own guitar to you, this new Gretsch, man. Yeah, this we have great. a new
1: Gretsch guitar that came out. I've known the Gretsch people from way back with Chet days. You know, I met oh, the original, yeah. you know, the old Mr. Gretsch, you know, Fred Gretsch with Chet. And Fred Gretsch, his nephew uh, now is a wonderful friend, him and Dinah. And, but, but yeah, they, we have our own model. It's called the Steve Warner Nashville Gentleman. Dude. I know, right? You're a
0: gentleman. You, you always were a gentleman. Oh, they, you got to play something cool. Play, play that little... Oh. You were just jamming on something fun. I, oh, I was doing a...
1: I was, oh, you mean the just picking or... No, you, say, know, you I was doing that. that 48 Ford. I love it. You want man, to hear yes. I, I went out to Jim, uh, Jim Rushing's house one morning to I write. Jim. He's the professor. What a and there was writer. an old 48 Ford pickup truck sitting there when I pulled up. And I just flipped over this old beat up. And I go, what? He walked out and I sat my, my guitar down. I was walking around this truck and he said... He, I go... I go. What's the story on this truck? It wasn't here before last time I rode here. He goes. That was my uncle Bill's. He just passed away in New Mexico, and he said I got his truck, and I was kind of his only son. Really, I was like their son, and he was emotional talking about it. And then I, we walked in the house, and I kept going like, What's the, what engine is in that truck? And he he goes, Let's write a song. And I go, Yeah, but what's in that? I kept talking about that yep. truck. He goes, Oh hell, let's write about that truck. So
2: <laughs> so, so we wrote.
1: It's busted, scraped and rusted But it's beautiful to me And when it's flathead roared Those running boards saw miles of history I see the gun rack and hear the crack Of my old pump 22 That kept all the rabbits running From post to Idaloo <laughs> One afternoon in the middle of June We were picnicking at the lake We were watching a couple of teenage boys Tempt the hands of fate when one went down, Daddy quickly found his robe inside the door That boy got a second chance at life in the bed of our 48-4 <laughs> Now when the Sunday morning sun came up, that pickup truck would roll Mama said that that old preacher's words was medicine for our soul I was with my dad when he got it, now he's gone to his reward He left two tons of memories In the shape of a (laughs) (laughs) 48-4 Nice, man man. I'd seen some years when we got it Now it's a silent old antique But all those pictures come to life When I'm sitting in that seat I remember well my first kiss Behind the hardware store As a young man I was Shifting gears in the cab Of like that 48 Ford, yeah I was And when the Sunday the morning sun Came up that pickup truck roll. mama said That that old preacher's words Was medicine for our soul I was With my dad when he got it Now he's gone to his reward But he left two tons Of memories in the shape of
0: about you know, writing with Merle Haggard and and um, you know, of course, Merle's one of our heroes. And uh, was always absolutely, always so good to us. Yeah. I mean, Tim, me, you you got the I never got the right. I only with wrote it. with
1: Merle once. I right. wrote the one song with him, and it kind of came about crazy. We, my manager's called one day, and they said, "You want to do the USS Norway? There, do you want to go do a cruise to Caribbean?" And I, we'd done it four or five times. And really, I go, I don't know. And uh, he goes, "Well, Merle Haggard's going to be the headliner," and I go. Yeah, I think we can do. <laughs> we, it. we can do that. Yeah, I think we road. can probably yeah. do it. That's Because you know, fun. I'm like, like you say, Phil. He Merle's all of our heroes. Yeah, he's everybody's hero. Yeah, you know, he is. And, He was so and, good. Uh, and so we got to long story on it. Sure, we got to hanging out and talking a little bit. And and uh, Merle uh, he invited me to come down and be a stranger for a day. Mark Colley, too. Me and Mark. Oh, fine, Mark was man. on there, and we went down and were strangers. We sat in and played with him, sound checking and stuff. Well, that night Merle said, "Why don't you and your wife Karen come down?" Teresa and I are we're gonna have a little sip of wine and hang out. Why don't you guys come down, you know? And so we we go down to I go, heck yeah, I'm there. So I go down and Merle's guitar's there. And so Merle says, Well, play us something, man. And so I pick it up and he goes, Do me something that you've written lately. And so I just had this is not me bragging, it's me just saying at the time there was a song that I'd written with Bill Anderson there was a hit for Brian White it was called one small miracle oh yeah and uh Brian killed it it was a really good record so i played oh, yeah. that and Merle said "ooh i like that" he goes "do something else you got what are you working on" and i said "well i got something that i got started i don't know where to take it but i and i was hoping i'm going like please say <laughs> please say do it for me" and he goes "well why don't you do it for me" and i went "oh" <laughs> and then i played it and i thought what's he going to say and i played it and he goes "i like that" he goes you don't have a rest of it? And I go, no, I don't know where to, I had like half of it. And he goes, well, play it for me again. I went, I'm writing a song with Merle Haggard here. You Dude. Know? And so I grabbed some paper and pencil and we wrote it and I cut it. I kind of put it on a shelf, didn't do much with it. I sent it to him and he liked yeah. it when yeah. I did a little demo. <clears throat> but then I was doing a record that when he died, I, did a, I was doing a new record all over the map and so I yeah. thought well I'm going to do this I need to do it because Merle passed and yeah. so uh, anyway I'll do it for let's you, do it you. Yeah, let's do it Yeah, I love it it's called When I Still Mattered to You this is a tea we were so young crazy and free the universe was ours we had it all you and me our favorite place of all was in each other's arms. Yeah, those were the days when you were my girl, the love of my life. You were my whole world. That was when I still met Somebody else Matters to you now Maybe I can't have you But I still need you anyhow And all I have left Are these memories of love We once knew But I still matter to you Oh yeah I like that word. we had together Lord, I thought it was real Now this broken heart of mine Lord, it just won't heal and You moved on with your new life I wish I could too I remember when Merle said that line I about fell over oh, I love it, man I remember when you knew That you still mattered to me You said you'd stay here where you still ought to be. That was when I still matter to you. <laughs> but somebody else matters to you now. Maybe I can't have you, but I still need you anyhow. And all I have left are these memories. Love, love, we once knew. When I still matter to you. No
0: tag. Oh, man, that's awesome. (laughs) Man, I just, I mean, I would have given anything just to write a song with him. I mean, that's awesome. Let's just rip into something. Here we go.
2: Yeah. It's embarrassing to play in this room. <laughs> it comes. except Steve Warner. Here we go, baby, Here we go. <laughs> Oh!
0: seller was Steve Warner today.